Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Cark Macross Credit Union, where dreaming of warmer climates becomes a reality with a Cark Macross Credit Union holiday loan. O'Neill Street, Cark Macross or karkmacrosscu.ie. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Now, speaking about the local elections, as we were, AN2, Ireland's newest political party, is uh, to field around 70 candidates. It hopes in uh, the elections uh, next month, and uh, its uh, party leader is Patter Tobin, a TD for Meath West, who joins us now. Good morning to you, and thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, you launched the party officially in Ballyfermot over the weekend uh, with this news. Uh, it's uh, an incredible positive start, I think, to have so many candidates, is it not? It is. It, AIM2's national launch had 600 people uh, come to it from across the country, and uh, we have one of the biggest uh, platforms of candidates, really decent candidates, right across Ireland, north and south, uh, who are going to be standing in, in the local elections. And that level of growth in the space of three months is incredible. And, you know, political commentators and, and, and media commentators have been taken by surprise by the momentum behind AIM2 at the moment. Uh, we had really deep discussion and debate around issues such as healthcare, housing, helping small businesses, education, jobs, infrastructure and regional development uh, at the meeting and um, people were so buoyed because the, the political spectrum in this country uh, is a very much a closed shop. There's a, there's a strong feeling that there's an establishment who don't want uh, any new startups or political entrants into the system whatsoever um, and you know People came together and they were buoyed up by the fact that there is such energy in this organization. Now, we have a job of work to do. A lot of people still don't know who AIM2 is. They might know uh, about our policies and, and, and some of our candidates, but they're just learning about who the party AIM2 is. And we believe this local election offers us an opportunity to introduce ourselves and our party's name to people. And we're hopeful of getting a raft of those candidates elected to local government across the country. North and south of the border. And you're saying that immigration will be an election issue. Well, it it was interesting how the media picked up on that because we delivered three hours of debate, as I said, on all of those different topics. Are you you not saying immigration will be an election issue? Let me finish the sentence. We didn't raise the issue of immigration whatsoever. The Irish Times then asked us a particular question uh, around uh, immigration, and we, respond, uh, we responded to that. 
Uh, and indeed, actually, we were disappointed the Irish Times lifted about two or three sentences from our whole speech. Uh, and we feel that those sentences don't, d- doesn't at all represent the context uh, of where we're coming from in this issue. You know, there's no doubt we understand that economic migration is a fact of life. Indeed, in a functioning modern society, it wouldn't work without some level of migration. Our hospitals, our health services would fall apart. And we're also very clear that if a person is fleeing from war or violence or famine and comes to Ireland seeking refuge, that we have an ethical responsibility to provide refuge in accordance with international law uh, to those people. Is this a way of saying yes? But what we're saying to you there is... You're making the arguments here. Is is that a way of saying yes, you want immigration to be an election issue? No, we're not looking for for the issue of immigration to be an election issue, to be honest. But what we are looking for is for there to be a plan, for there to be sustainable migration, and that, that it would... Uh, we would have the proper capacity uh, to build migration. Because right. um, if, if you look at, around the country at the moment, there are some... But you people, don't want to talk about it. What do, you, what do you mean you're calling for this, but you don't want to make it an election issue? No, there's a difference between an election issue and it being an issue that, it, that we have a proper discussion as a nation around. There is a discussion right now around the issue of migration uh, in people's homes, people's mm. houses workplaces, on, on social media, etc. Um, a lot of politicians are hearing it uh, from their constituents. Now, I've spoken to politicians you know, around this, and they have said that they're not going to touch the issue with the barge pole. Uh, and my view is very, very, uh, it's a very careful view, that we do need to have a discussion around the issue uh, about ha- making sure that it's sustainable. Okay, well, going, going, into an ele- going into an election, this is an issue because of what you've just said, what you're quoted as saying in the papers, what we heard you say in the bulletins. You're uh, playing the race card. No, and, and see, this is the very dangerous thing that uh, journalists shouldn't be uh, getting involved in because... This country shouldn't have areas that are censored, areas that nobody's allowed to talk about. Oh, no, areas, I'm giving, areas I'm, we'll, we'll no, talk no, hold on, no, hold on, no, 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 no hold on, we'll talk, we'll talk, oh, 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 I will let you finish. You're not but, but, finish but, but you're saying we shouldn't, uh, that we should not bring this up because no, uh, we won't let you talk about it. I will let you talk about it. I'm sure lots of people will let you talk about it, no. but we want to call a spade a spade. What, what we're saying here is, there, and, and this is important, and, and I do ask you to let me get two or three sentences out in a row, please, um, because I don't want this mi- misrepresented in any ways. There is a, a, a number of people around the country who have come to politicians like myself, and they have anxieties with regards, um, uh, let's say, infrastructure such as housing and healthcare and education. Now, our view is it's not the migrants' fault that there's pressure in these areas. It's actually Leo Varadkar's fault because he hasn't invested in housing, healthcare and education properly. But some people feel that, you know, there, there isn't a, a, an opportunity to discuss this except by those who are on the political extreme. And if reasonable, respectful people don't allow for a discussion of this, we will suppress the debate, push it underground and force it towards people like the, the, the Nigel Farage's uh, of this country. And the danger is that many people, once they seek to have a respectful debate on this issue, then get called racists or uh, anti-migrants, mm-hmm. etc. We're, we're and part of a European programme. We discuss uh, the amount of refugees uh, we take in and we agree to numbers and so on. We're part of Europe and uh, we uh, make similar commitments under the European structure. And, of course, there's the freedom of movement for European citizens within uh, the European Union. Uh, so, I mean, the figures and how many people 
come here are a matter of discussion. They're, to be honest as well, we're not even coming at this angle from the issue of reducing the level of migration. And this is even getting confused in, in the way this has been discussed. We're just seeking that it's sustainable. And on the basis of sustainability, we have capacity for the migration that comes to Ireland. Now, that capacity can be influenced by building more houses, by providing further education, by providing for, uh, more health care. It doesn't mm. necessarily mean a reduction in the number of migrants whatsoever. How do you feel about the undocumented in this country, some 26,000 migrants who are living here illegally? What would you do with them? Well, first of all, I would say that the, the direct provision system is a disgusting and disgraceful system. The idea that we would leave people for uh, 10 and 15 years in camps uh, who don't have the ability to live. No, they're legally um, here, though. They are, but, but, but I want to say that you know, we're, we're going to have a lot of people from the political establishment who will cast slurs on anybody that wants to have a discussion. But you know issue. I'm not talking and about... And the same refu- people themselves have immigrants in camps for, for decades. But, uh, I wasn't asking, I was asking country. about the undocumented migrants, people who are living in houses, married uh, with children, going to work every day, who are not here illegally. What, I, what I would say, first of all, 26,000 undocumented migrants. People who migrants. Are, are here illegally should have their, their situations uh, regularised legally. In other words, that, you know, we have to obey the law of the land when it comes to uh, immigration. That if, if, if you've come to Ireland in an undocumented fashion, mm. uh, you, you should go to the, to the authorities and the authorities should process whatever particular application uh, you, you may to uh, mm. submit at that stage according to the law. Now, you know, I would be of the view as well so, so you're deported. On, a, on an individual basis, if there are people, especially young people who are living most of their lives here, have gone to school here, uh, etc., that, you know, on an individual basis, the Department of Justice and the Minister for Justice can make decisions with regards, you know, the rights and wrongs mm. of, but of generally of speaking, you deport them. Well, if, if I would say if a person is breaking the law with, with regards to yeah, uh, like, migration, etc. Like the Irish undocuments break the law in America. Well, and this is, this is, this is the, the hypocrisy within the system in Ireland, that we have a, a, a government in Ireland that it is actually uh, calling for all of the Irish. Are you, are, you, are you calling on the Irish to come home? No, I'm not calling on the Irish Why? to come home. They're, they're breaking the law. What I'm saying is that people need to have their, their, their situation regularised. Yes. I've asked for the if people Irish who are people, here if Irish in an undocumented fashion to simply go to yeah. the... Uh, are you asking Irish put people... put in an application and for those applications to be processed. Are you asking Irish people who are living illegally in America to simply go and put in an application? Again, Michael, I, I, I said no to this question already. Well, what's the I will say no to it again. Now, and, and here's, here's the difficulty. There is a because lot they, of people The around, reason you're saying no is they'd be deported. A lot of people, especially in middle-class media circles, who from their ivory towers... Ah. Looking, no, hold on one second. Ah, no. Who are no, looking no, at no, people, no. especially no, no, in working-class no. areas, ah, no. and telling them they are not allowed to have a debate or a discussion no. with regards capacity for um, future population growth in no. this country. No. And all we're saying I'm is... Not, I'm not middle-class no, living... I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, not middle-class living in an ivory tower. <clears throat> Michael, I'm not saying that you are, but I'm, I am saying yeah, you that... You did. A, no, I'm sorry. The way I, I heard, the way I heard it was you said I was middle class living in a, an ivory tower and I couldn't ask you what the difference was between the Irish illegal in America, the illegal Irish in America and people who are living in, in this country illegally. That, that's, well, no, that's, igno- well, that's ignoring how working class people feel. And I take exception at that. We need, I wasn't calling you it. We need to take the heat out of this conversation. 
It's a very important issue and it's a very sensitive issue. It needs to be discussed with some level uh, of uh, calm, responsibility and respectfulness. There is a debate happening in Ireland currently with regards to migration and capacity for migration. It's happening in homes, houses, workplaces, uh, schools, on social media across the country. Right now, there is no no space for it to happen in, in general society. So it's being suppressed. It's being pushed into the margins. If you push it into the margins, it will be had by people who will use it for their own political advantage, like the Nigel Farage's uh, of this world. And what I'm saying is the best, most mature, responsible way to deal with it is to have a respectful debate and discussion mm. around it. Yeah, well, now, every time we tried to talk to you about it, you were changing the subject and trying no, to talk see, about the, something else you were asked about. The, 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 the worry I have is the minute someone says that there needs to be a link between capacity and migration, mm. What happens I ask you about undocumented and you you try to make a fool out of me by answering about refugees. I mean, you're trying to cloud, you're trying to cloud, you're trying to cloud the discussion intentionally and, and that brings about suspicion. First of all, we've had a lot of, dis- a lot of discussions over the last, I think, about 15 years at this stage and I've never treated like you like a fool or anything uh, else in that regard. But what I'm saying to you is it is interesting that there are many people you know, who are in that political, uh, you know, chattering class, mm. who are using words like racist and xenophobe uh, around uh, this particular issue. And yet they're the same people who have forced tens of thousands of people into direct provision for, uh, for, for decades. And there's a hypocrisy in this. And the key issue here as well, Michael, mm. is Aintu is the biggest threat to the political establishment in this country currently. We have grown at a phenomenal rate. We would not be talking about this issue whatsoever yep. had there not been 600 activists at the national launch of AIM2 in Dublin on the weekend. The media can't challenge us on our policy. So what they will do is they will misrepresent our policy and then they'll well, seek to do a stand in that regard. I don't know. I, I was only asking about it. Uh, I was uh, apparently getting answers to questions I hadn't asked and uh, I'm sure the people uh, who know my working class background would be very amused to think of me being well, part of a political challenge class. First of all, Michael, I'm not referring to yourself in, yeah. in, that, in that regard. I'm no, not. It's impossible. I'm it's, not. But it's impossible all I'm saying that. is that yeah. I suppose we do need to have a respectful discussion on this. The best way to deal with the capacity shortages is actually for the state to do what it's meant to do with regards to investment in housing, healthcare and education. Okay. For, for far too long in this world, you know, one rich person tells one poor person that the reason they're poor mm. is because another poor person is coming. Okay, to I have to go to talk to somebody about uh, the plight refugees are uh, enduring fleeing from Syria, uh, so I have to leave it there, but uh, thanks indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. That's uh, Padre Tobin, uh, the founder of AN2, who's uh, an independent TD for Meath West. Michael, Michael Reed, Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM Podcasts. Brought to you with Cark McCross Credit Union, where dreaming of warmer climates becomes a reality with a Cark McCross Credit Union holiday loan. O'Neill Street, Cark McCross or CarkMcCrossCU.ie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.